Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Weekly Standby, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and TV shows. We just saw and Ant-Man and, <laughs> and the Wasp Quantumania. I'm so sorry. My head was drawing a blank for a second. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and um, our friend, Jalen, uh, a special guest, um, we saw with him as well. So we're just going to give our spoilery re- reactions. If you haven't seen it, please skip this um time um yeah let's get into it let's get into it so um was it good i think so um but it wasn't great it wasn't great no 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 um and in that case we we established that we we established that it is good but not great yeah that being said um while it's good what was it that didn't really make it great in your guys's opinion for me personally, I think that the dialogue was just lacking heavily in some areas. They could have used some tweaks. Yeah, yeah, same. I just feel like it was more of like you know, uh, like a, one of those, one of those um, more just la- those laughing, laughing, funny, com- you know, funny hero superhero shows, basically. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Thor, um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, Thor: Love and Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, but Thor: Love and Thunder was very bad. Uh, personally, I think it was bad. Um, uh, I would say I would place this movie Ant-Man in the middle of Thor Ragnarok and Thor 4. Thor Ragnarok was amazing and Thor 4 was really bad. Um, this movie Ant-Man, I'd say it's closer to Thor 3. I'd say it's closer to Thor Ragnarok. Uh, it's still needed some tweaking, but it wasn't that bad. I, it was a solid 7 out of 10. Yeah, it was a solid seven out of ten for me. Um, honestly, I wish it could have been better. Um, the visuals were really good though. Oh yeah. Um, now, what do you think, Griffin? Personally, if, if you ask me, I think it was relying a little too much on um other certain tropes like uh, the the, the quantum medium or the quantum realm, however you define it. I think like um, the whole thing for that, you could say it's like the reverse Star Wars. Why? Because just like just like the the look and like everyone's just you know trying to blend in, trying to cover up, not being conquered by him, you know that that that's another problem I have. It's just like um, you know I get it, I get like they're trying to tee up um, Kang, but at the same time I feel like he is here. You cannot escape from him. I just it just felt really repetitive, honestly. Yeah. Like which with uh, well, what do you say about the dialogue? And I, dialogue that's felt kind of repetitive. Yeah. Um. Also, I, I just want to say that um, with. But the trailers were really good. I want to say that, and like, if you've seen the trailer, the you trailer, know it's trailer. Kang, and like, you, it, it's not really a big secret that Kang is. And I don't know, maybe like, um, maybe they didn't know that going in that Kang was gonna be like, you know, so heavily regarded and trending and well thought out. But um, I, I don't want to get into Kang just yet. I want to stand it a little for later. But case in point, I feel like what I was saying before, like the visuals were good, but I feel like it was relying too much a little bit on Star Wars to really become its own thing. Which is which is which is fine. I know it, it's, it's totally fine. I don't mind it. Like they don't both end with the same, story right? Now. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like even though it is owned by the same CEO, it's like you know not that big of a surprise. I feel like it could have like you know made a little more of itself, like making a little more one dimensionally. Although I, what I do like is how um, you could say in a way that two dimensionally, uh, you mean like how all the characters were really just one face, but they had multiple different. Like, right. I guess you like. I mean, I'm. I don't want to say trippy, for se, but just could have been a little more loose 
in a way. Like when um when when they got um when they got um Hope's mom out of there for the first time and she was like covered up and it was all like, you know, um atmospheric. There was a certain thing to that. But again, I, I get it. It was like that'd be a little bit too complicated if everything was sort of like foggy and colorful all the time. But I don't know. I felt like there there could have been a a little more creativity with the with the setting of the quantum medium. Though it was good. Though it was good. And also it also gave me it also gave me a little bit of vibes of the uh Guardians of the Galaxies, because of, of the like mm. of, of the looks of the of the people in that world, right, right, yeah, a little bit of the Guardians of the Galaxy. That just little... that doesn't make sense. But the thing is, like, what exactly are they supposed to look like, right? Mm. Like, it's it's kind of hard to imagine what those kind of people would look like. And you know, like, obviously, like, you have reference, like you have the comics and everything like that. But when you adapt things to the screen, it's like things can't really stay exactly the same. I mean, right? Even though we'd love for that to happen. Personally, I'd love for that to happen if things could stay like exactly the same. Hmm. But um, most of the movies, when they take liberties, they do a pretty good job at it. They do a pretty good job at it. Um, I don't know. Um, I just um, it's not that I didn't really like the look of the characters. Um, personally, I didn't really have a problem with the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a problem. It was I more had... so the dialogue. It was more so the dialogue. I have a, I have like one little um. I was like a problem of I'm kind of like nitpicking on this one character and like a one one trade from them, that being uh, Cassie, actually, my like main like um, nitpick from her is how like um, she's like I don't know her character is like juggling between being rebellious or at the same time like really caring about her dad in a way, which I I, I can see like they're trying to balance that out, but also it's like I don't know what what lane are you going with here. So, so like she does her own thing and does whatever she wants. Doesn't listen to her dad, or it's like um, she she loves her dad, but at the same time, it's like doesn't listen or doesn't respect him. So, which is it? But you gotta understand, some movies actually do that. Like when they're other, whether they're little, they're kid, they uh they always get mad when they don't you know when they don't get their way. But then you know when stuff happens and stuff like that, let's say they're you know and their dad's in danger. Now they all care about their dad and stuff. They all just miss him and everything. Most movies do that, right? So yeah, oh, I just felt like it could have been done like um, I I don't know. I feel like it could have been um handled a little bit better than that. Like her being just a little bit like rebellious. Like maybe maybe what could have happened is that like um she sent out a signal to the the quantum realm or. Quantanium? How, how how are we calling it? Quantum room. Quantum realm. Okay, let's let's call it the quantum realm. I feel like when she did that, that's what it's called. In the room. Yeah. Right, right, right. So what I'm saying is, um, she sent out a signal, and Janet was uh, like, "No, you need to shut it down." You know, Scott is like reprimanding her for it, and like, like it. right, reprimanding her for it, and like, you know, she gets it that it is her fault, but I feel like maybe it would have been better if she's like, she wasn't sorry for what she did, like she's, um. She, she knows she's not an adult. You know, like how you spend with a teenager, like, I make my own decisions. I made a discovery. Why can't you be happy for me? So something like that. Like, no, we, we got to help these people. I came here, so you might as well help out. But I just felt like she could have been pushing just a little more instead of just like, um, you know, rolling a little bit with the punches. Well, but again, I'm I'm not saying like I didn't like her at all. I thought she definitely had her moments. She definitely had her. No, I mean, it's actually, it, and it's actually oh, good. Sorry. It's actually really good to see her all grown up too. Because compared to the to the original, the, the last um, I have a Ant Man Lost movie. Yeah, I didn't really. I don't know, man. I feel like Emma Furman would have done a good job if she was still Cassie. Hmm. Um. In a way. 
Emma Furman. You know who that is, the uh, Endgame Cat. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Endgame Cat, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just, um, I don't know. Um, I, I have my dad pick you have yours. Emma Furman is a very, um, interesting actor. Um, I like, uh, what she's been in. Uh, and I was excited to see her in other movies. Um, it sucks that she won't be, but, um, it's interesting. You know, um, what, what was, uh, Catherine Newton, uh, she was interesting. Uh, her version of Cassie, um, was pretty interesting. Um, but again, uh, I think I would have liked to see Emma Furman, but, you know, to each their own, I guess. Well, while we're on the topic of actors, Bill Murray, you guys. Bill Murray. Is it real? I, Dude, was, I, I was not expecting that at all. Didn't he? No, don't say it. Dude, don't say it. Please don't. Dude, please. Tom Hanks, man. Tom Hanks, come on. What about Tom Hanks so that our audience knows? What did you think of Bill Murray and Tom Hanks? He kind of like gave off a Tom Hanks vibe. No, oh, oh, my God. Oh, don't you ever say that again. Why would you say that? Oh my God. It kind of reminded me of Lost. Like Tom Hanks from Lost. You mean Castaway? Sorry, why did I say Lost? Castaway. He passed away. It's midnight, you guys. Castaway, yeah. From Castaway. Why did I say Lost like I was watching the show? I've never seen that show. I meant Castaway. Castaway. Maybe maybe if he had um maybe Bill Murray had a um basketball with him I might see it but nah nah you know what I I just can't see it man I can't okay. Bill Burr Murray will always like be Bill Murray to me okay I can't unsee it as anyone else the only reason I know Bill Murray is from Zombieland I'm just quoting it out it was Zombieland one and two what about Ghostbusters oh yeah and sorry yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters that's his most iconic what right, well wait 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 hold on a sec have you seen Caddyshack no I don't know what that is. You call yourself a fan of regular show, and you haven't seen Caddyshack. <laughs> oh my freaking crap. Have you oh seen Caddyshack, Jalen? No, but I'm not a fan of regular show. Okay. Dude. <laughs> bro. Fair enough. Dude. Bro. Come on. Oh. Okay, we're getting a little off topic here. Um, I guess, well, I'm going back to Bill Murray. Um, it felt good to see him. I felt like, though, he could have been drawn out just a little more. Yeah, oh, yeah. I felt like he could have been drawn out, like, not not as much as, um, Modoc, a.k.a., um, Darren, yeah, yeah Matty Plaza right there. Um, but I feel like um, he could have had a, just a, a little more, a little more of a role instead of just like being a um, you know, partial um, supporting role, partial cameo is what I felt like. I, I would have liked if he'd had like just a little bit more screen time personally. But maybe, maybe that's just me. I don't know what he would do. I don't know if he would fight back or just, um, I don't know, get like some, some like comedic relief, something bad would happen to him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm really enjoying, um, um, seeing villains come on screen just to die a few minutes later. I don't know about you, but to me, it's kind of cool. It's, like, satisfying a little bit. Um, the bad guys, per se, not really villains, because a villain versus a bad guy are two different things to me. So, like, like, a villain is someone who does consistently evil things but i guess you could call that an anti-hero as well yeah like a like like my version of a bad guy is more like an anti-hero and a villain is more of like an actual villain to me mm. so isn't that how it usually is well yeah well yeah but i'm just saying like 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 to me like the word like the term bad guy to me means anti-hero i guess I and so like get that. and so like like i don't like to call people a bad guy so it's either you're an anti-hero or you're a villain i mean there's no that's that's what it's that's how it usually is. You know, well, yeah, but I just um, 
Kang, um, we're talking about this. Kang, um, is Kang considered an anti-hero? We were to, just talking about this. Yes. To a certain degree, yes. To me, I think he's anti-hero. I feel like it's more so the different versions of him are considered to be anti-heroes. And I don't know about that. And some of them are villains. I don't know, man. I feel like, um, he's been alive a long time. A very, very long time. And I feel like, exactly like Batman said, Christian Bale, Batman said, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. True. And that's true in basically every scenario. And it's, um, no, it's, it's only in, uh, King's, in, um, uh, King the Conqueror's case, it's more literal. Yeah. And I, I just want to say, for, for me personally, um, Kang was the highlight of all this. Oh, there, there's no debate now, right? Hey guys, Jonathan Majors is such a formidable Kang, man. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Um, I'm very excited to see where his character goes from here. Um, um, that being said, um, based on what we've seen now, I want to... Um, I'm going to put it all out there for you guys, put you on the spot here by asking, was Kang in the wrong? Was mm -hmm. he wrong for, for what he was trying to do? Now, when we say wrong, so what we what we saw in, what was, that, what was her name again in the movie? Janet. Janet. Now, when he when she saw what was in his, what was in his mind of everything that was just being like destroyed and wreck of havoc, you think that was kind of like a threat? Like, you know, look but at what could happen in the future, you know? I think I think, um, for him specifically, um so wrong is perceived different ways, right? So you have two different um you have wrong, you have right. Everybody sees wrong and right differently. Um to to Janet it was wrong, to him it was right. And so I don't really think it's fair to say whether it was right or wrong um but what i do think though is is um kang when um it's more like thanos thanos thought what he was doing was right yeah right and everybody else thought he was wrong that being said though you know? for i feel like maybe kang is the the anti-thanos because um, oh yeah thanos was like very he thought very highly of himself in a way that yes, he has a goal. Yes, he stuck out with it, but he thought like I feel I like Kang kind of does. No, I feel like Kang does too. Well, he feels very highly of himself. It's more of the opposite. I'm well, say what is that? He pointed out to Janet that there are so many me's out there who've done horrible things, and I think he wanted to stop that. It was implied at the end that um, oh my God, did I, did I just kill the one thing that's gonna stop us from dying? What about the other king, though? What about the other king that died in Loki? I think that was a different king. I, I just yeah, that that was a different king. No, yeah, it was the, the king we're seeing here in um, Ant Man. Technically not king. Technically not king. It was he who remains. Yes. So, but but um, this, this king, King the Conqueror, in the movie we just saw, I think it's like what he's trying to do in a way. I feel that honestly, I feel like he's this Rick C-137 among the other um, Kangs or Ricks, honestly. And I feel like that... I did get Citadel vibes, but... but, but what I'm saying... Is, movie, you know. But I feel like from um, uh, this Kang is that, um, in a way, he, he doesn't like that. He, he sees some... He knows, like, the other variants of himself are doing horrible, horrifying things. 
then of itself he wants to stop that no matter so the what. most kang version of kang is what you're saying right in a way and it's in of itself he he hates himself like in a way metaphorically he must like sacrifice everyone and anything in order to achieve his goal just so he could like you know save like whatever little that he can if from so many universes as janet put it trillions are going to die because of his actions yes. that being said if if he's if um this king will call him isn't around anymore doesn't that mean even more trillions are going to suffer do you think that what mm. kang was doing was a necessary evil that's what i'm getting at in a way i feel like wait but did wait on wait well i, I gotta ask didn't he say he did want a revenge against the people who exiled over from the planet yes he did so technically maybe he might but but wait but, but sorry but at the end the second post sorry, was it the second one? Yes, yeah, the second one. Um, the second post credit scene. Um, the other kings did say that that uh, the Avengers, quote unquote, um, they said they killed them, but pretty sure everybody knows they're talking about the Avengers. Mm. Um, are going to quote unquote take everything so the kid so the other versions of King need to stop them. What that means, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I haven't read the comics that far to to understand what that meant. Mm. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to to get through that whole storyline before the next movie, but it remains to be seen. It right? remains to be seen. All, yeah. all due time. Uh, so sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? I cut you off. No, 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 no. No, I think I think I, I was I was just saying I was thinking that when he said that he wanted revenge against the uh people that that put him on exile on that planet that he was in, they exiled him. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that's one little clue that of him doing that's like a little bit of evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I think it is? That's one clue, yeah. I think it is though. I at first it started for him, it started out getting revenge on those. Yeah. But because he came he was trapped in there for long because of Janet's I feel like maybe Janet maybe uh, misread that, or maybe she was right. At this, regardless, it was because of her that Kang was trapped there for so much longer. So his goal starting out for revenge against the ones who put them there to um, grew into re- revenge and hate for Janet and everyone close to her, her and everyone trying to stop him that he's just, okay, I am done. You don't you want to help me, and I'll do it myself. I don't give a damn who I have to kill, who I have to torge. What else? Press. I'll do it Outward spiral. What else? So, well, I'll do it real quick. So wait. So he changed goals in the like in the in the like, in the middle of the movie. So when he was when he was first introduced with with Janet, his goal was to stop like, t- like replicas of himself. No, uh, um, his goal was to leave the quantum world and then stop them and to continue his uh, pillaging of the universe. Am I killing the other? Stopping them by pillaging the rest of the universe. And then because nobody wanted to help him, and now he, now he's decided to kill him. Someone didn't help him, but then she turned on him because she realized what he wanted. Yeah. Um, I, I was just saying that made him a little, I was just saying like based on Janet's actions, it's not like he was the most seen like in the first place when she met him, but I feel like Janet's actions stopping him there made him even more unhinged made him a little even more broken like he wants 
I mean, yes, he still has his goal. He still wants to get out. He still wants to take his events on those. But, like, at the same time, you know, I feel like that it just got a little out of hand for him that he just couldn't stop. Like, the hate just kept growing. The revenge kept growing. That he kind of lost sight of that goal even more. I, it, it begs to differ. It begs the question, like, if Janet hadn't done that, would Kang, like, really be, like, the stoic? Or, like, would he really just go out to his goal? Or would he, like... Would he not kill and pillage and conquer the way that he has in the quantum realm? That's mm, a question. That's a hard question to answer. Right. I feel like though, for um, take take someone like um, think about uh, characters like Namor. I feel like um, even though we haven't saw too much of him, and like. It's it's a bit it's a bit simple on why he is the way he is, but at the same time, he he is off the deep end. No no pun intended. He is like absolutely irredeemable. He is not going to change, even though he he has yielded, he has bent the knee to Shuri and Wakanda. At the same time, he's like, don't don't screw with me type of character, and he will he's not taking press from anyone. The when the moment you cross him, I now what do you bet he's more of an antihero? Um. Even though we've only seen him as a villain, he's more so of an anti-hero. Well, I just feel like, well, what I was saying before between Kang and Namor, I feel like Namor is even more unstable. You think so? Why? From No, I'm saying like that in and of itself. No, actually, I shouldn't say that. I mean, like, Kang, like, before Janet, like, stopped him, was, like, a little more stable, but then, like, he became... Like, but then when Janet stopped him and like he built his empire, he built his, he made his prison into his empire and conquered it. That's like him being Namor in of itself or being on the same level of people like Namor um, and, and Thanos and Killmonger. Like people who just like, you know what? I am done. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how stoic that they try to remain, no matter how much of a cool head, no matter how much of a face that they try to make, you can tell that they're like, they did put enough with it. I think they are. Enough is enough. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I just, um, I'm very excited to see where um, this whole storyline goes, and I'm excited to see where Jonathan Majors especially takes this character because again, he did a phenomenal job as King. Very formidable and just some really great acting. Really good acting. Um, I remember when he was first cast and a lot of people were kind of like iffy about it um, for obvious reasons. Um, even though those reasons didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, um, I feel like now everybody can just really eat their words and understand that, yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm excited to see where he goes from here. Um, I really would love the writers from Avengers Endgame to be the writers for King Dynasty, because then we'd have cinema. We'd have a great, we'd have great cinema. All right. Uh, the writers for Avengers Endgame, come on, dude. Every single line Thanos said was like poetry out of his mouth, dude. Come on. That, that was fucking fantastic. Now, what would you call uh, the words that they say from King? What would you call that? 
like we'll yeah, and then this movie, yeah, it's a movie. Would you say it's like a speech, or it's just like like a like a revealing speech, or would you think it's just I'm like like good, or like nah, like a regular? Movie. What, 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 what do you what do you think? Um, I don't think anything is gonna be Thanos level like dialogue. Nothing is ever gonna be Thanos level dialogue. Okay. Um, I'd say it was good. I'd say it was good. Uh, not. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's good as Kingpin though. Kingpin is also like very good. You know what? Um, I, I, I hate to like interrupt from, but I just want to say maybe that's being. And don't take this the wrong way, but I think that's being just a little bit unfair. Why? Because compared to Thanos and Kingpin, Kang hasn't really made his mark other than this movie. That is true. That's a good point. That's a good point. But when Thanos was in Infinity War, dude, come on, his his dialogue was like still great. Like they were like, dude, come on, they were they were great. That's not the first time he appeared, though. Well, yeah, but all of the other movies that he's been in were like short clips. They were like short clips. Yeah. All of the movies that he's been, in. he wasn't in some war. Wait, no, 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 I think he was like, so, what the, uh, uh, he was in the post credit scene for 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 so yeah. first adventures. Yeah, yeah. For the first thing, oh, I think it wasn't his first appearance in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was, uh, it was in Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Civil War, I think. No, sorry. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Uh, that's for that. I didn't see for Age of Ultron, where he put his hand into the glove, and that's why I said, when you said, um, I'll do it myself, I'm like, do you know who else said I'll do it myself? Thanos. Anyway. Um, but I'm, I'm just like, I was just saying that, like, it's, it's a bit unfair because, one, as I said, stated, he hasn't appeared that much. And two, they're different. They're I, I feel like um, at this point, Kang is a bit like the anti-Thanos in of itself. Oh, no, yeah, for right. And um, as, as, I was discuss- right, yeah. as I was discussing with him earlier, we were t- we uh, before the movie started, we saw um, the Into the Spider-Verse 2 trailer. Mm-hmm. And um, he was asking me if I liked Miles Morales' Spider-Man more than Peter Parker's Spider-Man. But I told him that's... That's it's not about who's better than who or, or who I like better than who. It's more about um it's more like they're different. I feel like they they make their own mark and I'm I maybe I'm biased for 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 uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man because like to Toby or at least Toby McGuire Spider-Man because that just had a huge huge impact on my psyche. And I think I think you could say the same about oh, Thanos yeah. cuz Thanos really put a a mark on you, right? For, yeah, oh yeah, yeah reasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for different reasons, and and I think, um, and I think it's like, um, it's hard to compare like Thanos versus Kingpin versus Kang, and how, um, obviously you can compare them in like dialogue, but they all fundamentally want different things. They all fundamentally wanted different things. At the same time, though, they do have like, um, um, well, they have a few things in common, but they all revolve around one thing. And that being said, um, you know what's what's the one thing that's worse than someone or something with godlike powers? Somebody like that who doesn't um who can't control themselves, I guess? Sort of. Um what I'm getting at is which which is um pretty much what you basically the same thing you describe, but what I'm saying is someone wor- what's worse than someone or something with godlike powers is someone or something with godlike powers and a god complex to boot. I, I feel like they, they all they all fit into that very well. Both 
um, as as issued before, uh, Kang, Kingpin, Thanos. Um, I I guess you could say Black Adam to a certain degree. Like, and I, I don't mean like how they got that god complex in the first place is that they've been wronged so badly that you know they just like. I feel like everyone else is wrong. Therefore, I'm right, and I can do whatever I want. I feel like Black Adam was kind of. Um... I don't know. Um, I didn't really like the movie as much as I thought I would. Um, people were saying that, like, that um, since um, since Suzam didn't show up in the movie, it was kind of weird, and he wasn't referenced at all. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's like half and half. Fifty percent um, of the people are like, "Oh yeah, like it makes sense because it's because it's Black Adam's movie." But at the same time, um, Black Adam is literally like the number one villain for Suzanne. Mm. And he did that they didn't have any crossover at all. Uh, maybe that would have been a little predictable. Maybe they were trying to do something different. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I just, um, I don't know what's going on over there. DC is, uh, um, I hope, I really hope James Gunn is able to pull DC out from the ashes like a phoenix, you know, mm. That that that'll remain to be seen, but uh, I'm gonna be more anything from it. Um, so so I was saying before, like the Flash trailer looks good though. The it, Flash trailer looks pretty good. It looks good. good. I just hate Julia, and it's funny they do some boxes that looks pretty good. Um, all right. Uh, as as for other characters who have um. Okay, okay, okay. So like, um, bottom line is that um. There's there's so much you could do with that type of character, which which I iterate, which I reiterate, um, a character with godlike powers and and a god complex. There's just like that that, that they're a force to be reckoned with. Oh yeah, and like it. If some might claim that it's um it's typical and tired out, that's not true at all. Oh yeah, but, but when you have power and feel like that you can pretty much go overpower anything, then it's like, yeah, okay, this. This is going to get interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen that with. Um, I'm, I'm going to wrap up here by mentioning a few mm-hmm. other characters, like especially Homelander, Ned Omni Man. Oh yeah, Omni Man. I forgot about him. What What about Ultron? I think you could say the same about Ultron in a way that I feel like there's some parallels between. I mean, he's he's not up there with Thanos, but I feel like there's some parallels between him and Kang on the ground side. They're trying to do a deed in which is questionable, but they're not entirely wrong. But okay, one more, one more character, and I promise I will. But we'll wrap this up. Oh wait, I think that's what really makes makes a true villain, you know? Because they, yeah, like, they have all these bad motives, but are they wrong? Well, I know I, I could thinking name, the way they think, you know. I, I could name like one character who is like um, completely in the wrong. True. And yet, like you, you can't stop thinking about them. You can't stop like getting them, getting them out of there. Uh, this character, I had honestly to me, this is, this is the one. Um, villain, bad guy, antagonist. Who I think um, the best boy, Dixon? Uh, no, no, no. I was, I what? Sorry. Ha. So as I was saying, this is the one character who I think surpasses Homelander in terms of. Okay, I, I, I gotta get out of here. I see this character. You run like hell. Mm-hmm. Frieza from Dragon Ball. And I, I when I when I saw, I don't I, know anything about that. Sorry. I'm, I'm just like pointing out that when I saw Kang, like even my more I saw Kang, the more I thought about Frieza. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because he literally like a he's like one of the yeah he's like a planet destroyer. Like that's what he and that's what he does. He destroys like every like the universe and everything. He also has he has his own empire. Like it's literally in the end the way he speaks. It's like literally like 
and it's they all use it freezing vibes and it's not just the powers it's also they rule an empire and they don't care who they have to hurt in order to get what they want although with with king i think it's a little more compelling but and it feels good when you can get to see a character like frizz who's just like i do whatever i want and i don't care in fact i think of frieza this way frieza at least to me is like a cross is like um the thing about the mindset this character has the mindset of homelander and the joker but with the body of uh the xenomorph i can fully see from alien i can actually see that ever saw that movie alien i seen the movie so Sigourney Weaver? I haven't seen it. Uh, it's oh, dang in my God. Uh, You're not dealing with your people? Oh, uh, so watch it. We said we said definitely watch it. Um Okay. As a topic for another time. That being said, we need to wrap up, yes? Yes. Yep. Alright, guys. This has been the weekly standby. Um you will hear us um again. We're gonna switch over into the next half of the episode. Uh, for now, this has been the weekly standby, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and TV shows. I'm Cedric. I am Griffin. And I'm Dylan as your special guest. And this has been the weekly standby. Thank you. All right. Uh, now we got um, that out of the way. We're going to continue our other half here by um, not, we're not going to so much drift away from Ant-Man and Wasp Quantuminium, but we're going to talk about uh, the Marvel or well, the MCU franchise and other franchises in general. Exactly. But for now, sorry, what? What? Oh no! Um, I was disagreeing with you. Oh, uh, disagreeing with what? I was agreeing with you. Oh, you agreeing? I thought you said yes. disagree. I'm, no, I was. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, okay. Um, so this is recording, right? Yeah, yeah, we're recording. Oh boy, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's let's keep it. Yeah, we're gonna keep yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, keep that. That's good. Okay, so um, staying on the test good hand, is or has the MCU? Um, no, 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 let me rephrase that. Is the MCU declining or has it already declined? What's what's your take on that, Cedric? Um, for me, that's a heavy question. You know, uh, given the way that it's been since Endgame, um, I'm pretty sure that like, um, so me like myself, like so many of other people, have grown up with Marvel. You know, it's a it's a childhood staple for a lot of people, you know? Right. And so, even though it is a little bit worse, it's hard for me to say that it's declining. Like, I really don't want that to happen, you know? Um, I really, really yeah. don't want it to decline. And I'm pretty sure that I speak for everybody here when it's like, this is like, this is like practically like what we know, you know what I mean? From childhood, like we all grew up with Iron Man. Um, we all grew up with Captain America, you know, and so it's um, it's hard, you know, um, like Thor, Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, you know, like the like the OG Avengers, like uh, even though they're gone, well, some of them, it's like um, the story is still practically there, like like it's just a continuation from what we know from our childhood, and so it just it really um, it really kind of just it hurts my heart to see it, to to see the way that it is now. It's not that it's like to me, it's not. I don't know, man. Um, they have gotten a bit loose with the writing. I'm not gonna lie; they have gotten a little bit loose with the writing um, after Endgame. Um, it's not as good as it used to be. Um, barring uh, barring Doctor Strange two um, and um, and Spider Man No Way Home, 
the writing for those two movies are really great. Um, oh, come on. Obviously. I mean, oh, I, yeah. so some people would probably disagree with Multiverse of Madness, but I'm I'm with you. I'm oh, with yeah. you with, between Multiverse of Madness as well, and especially No Way Home. Oh, how, yeah. how can you not be? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. And I just, um, it hurts my heart, you know, to see, um, to see that, um, a lot of people are shit talking Marvel now and it just, it like, it's really like, I don't know, man. Um, the quality isn't where it used to be, you know? And it's really hard for me to say that because again, we all grew up with these characters, you know, these are characters that we know. These are characters that we love. These are, these are characters that are that are very meaningful to us. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who cried when, when Tony Stark died. And also, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that was shocked when he got stabbed in Infinity War. Like, it was crazy, you know, in that theater. And I just, um, I feel like Marvel needs that back, you know? Like, we need that, we need, we need characters that we can relate to. I mean, I'm not saying that we can't relate to the new ones. It's just, um, it's different, you know? It's, yeah, it's it's different. Like um, we grew up with Iron Man um since well in two thousand eight, you know, and he dies ten years later. Like ten years is a very long time, you know. And we all got attached to him. And the second he died, it's just like it's heartbreaking, you know. And mm. and I feel like we need those connections again. We need to be able to feel something again. And I just feel like. The current state of the MCU isn't allowing for that, in a way. You know? Mm. Um, yeah. Um, whether it's because we just met these characters or the writing isn't that good, only time will really tell. I'm not really sure. Um, because, like, um, again, like, these are new characters. This is a whole entirely different saga. And so... Um, I don't know. I'm not really sure where to go. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going to happen from here. Um, um, for example, right? Like the big bad Thanos. It took 10 years. Practically 10 years for that. To, it built up over 10 years. And and the next Avengers movie. Um, well, I mean, obviously because of COVID. It really put a wrench in all of cinema. And so Marvel couldn't really release any movies and stuff like that uh, for, like, 2019 and 2020. Uh, well, most of 2020. Uh, well, well, was it all of 2020 or was it most of 2020? I think it was um, all, if not most, of 2020. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Say. So, yeah, like, I mean, um, obviously, like, they're losing that time. And um, I feel like, I feel like uh, the Kang Dynasty and Seeker Wars are kind of cutting it close. You know, um, I did hear a report um, a few days ago saying that Marvel was going to try to cut back on the movies and TV shows that it releases for the foreseeable future each year. Um, I hope that's true. Uh, not because I don't want to see Marvel movies, obviously. I just want to see them improve in quality. Um, because, like, I, I want nothing more than to than to be back in the theater like I was watching Civil War or Infinity War and Endgame with all the other people and everybody just going batshit crazy. You know what I mean? That those were like yeah. special moments that, that we're missing now, you know? And I feel like the minute we get that back is the minute that the MCU 
um, will really peak again. Um, because, uh, 2018, 2019 MCU was like peak. That was peak, dude. And I don't think, I don't, um, if it's ever going to get back to that, I'm not really sure, but I hope it does. I really, really do. Um, I'm just, um, it sucks, you know, cause the CGI now has gotten pretty shoddy. Uh, the writing has gotten kind of weird. Um, those are TV shows after all, but. Still, you know, like for MCU, like the standard that they set with like Iron Man, Captain America, um, Thor, the third one, um, not the first two, um, uh, Black Panther, Infinity War and Endgame. It just feels like they're not hitting that standard anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's a really unfortunate thing to say. It, it's really unfortunate, you know, because I love the MCU. I love all the characters. Um, I just... I don't know, man. Um, I hope that it gets better. I really, really do. You, you want to know what I think the problem is? What? I think it's more like um, that the more that we see of it, um, whether it's a movie or TV, I think it's it's relying too much on like the you and MCU as opposed to like um, the characters and the plot. Like it, it makes them. It makes like, well, it's kind of, it doesn't really make a big deal, but it kind of makes a point to know that this is the MCU and that it's, you know, picking something off or left, picking up where whatever it is that left off where it's, it's almost like everything now in the MCU is, is a sequel, which, um, I feel, you know, it, it, it's fine, but I get it. And it draws like people investment, but you know, at the same time, it kind of, if you rely on it too much, it just gets kind of confusing and a little bit hard to follow. Like. If, if I had to say one, you know what I think the one drawback of Multiverse of Madness is? What? I don't think it's as good unless you watch WandaVision. That is a good that, point. That, that That's me personally. But but then again, we, there, there are times where it's, it's about the characters and it's about their journey and what they've been through, such as No Way Home and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We, we can agree on that, right? Yeah, we can agree on that. We can agree on that. Um, I think uh, a perfect shining example of that. Mm -hmm. um, the, the TV shows like have have their moments. Like um, maybe it's just me, but I my so far I think um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Moon Knight are shows that are, are definite must sees. Well, whether if you're a fan of the MCU or not, oh, I mean yeah. for, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, you, it, it helps to at least know where where they came from. Obviously, because you know it's kind of in the um, sequel loop, um, for lack of a better phrase, in of itself. But it's um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just biased because I I really like Bucky Barnes and I really like where his his uh, journey is taking him. I'm, I'm especially looking forward to Thunderbolts, which which um, we'll get into at, at another time, maybe another episode. Oh, but now, um, sorry. Although sorry, I just want to point out real quickly that um, for those of you who have not heard, uh, that that probably includes you, Cedric, Stephen. I was just about to say that. I was literally just about to say that. That was like, that's why I was like, oh, dude. Because I was just about to say that, man. And I'm like, I'm so hyped now, dude. Oh, my God. That's awesome. God. Um, yes. Like I said, we will get into that another time so that we don't get off topic. But um, I, I want to go back to uh, to talking about Moon Knight, which, if I'm not mistaken, is going to have another season, I think, right? I think so. Uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but there has been some speculation. Right. What I think that um, 
I won't go over the top and say Moon Knight is so perfect, but I think it offers much to be desired. It has one. potential. It has potential. And I think the why that is is because of how little it does. Like, or I shouldn't say that, not, not so much how little it does, but more like it doesn't make a big deal out of like what um, certain events and plots and other characters have happened within the MCU in the past. This is about Moon Knight and his multiple personalities and his story and his fight. And, you know, that of itself, I guess you could say um, Moon Knight and Caps uh, um, embraces less is more, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like if shows started to, or end movies started to go down that route, and of it's to try to go down that route where it's not, not make a big deal out of Thanos or anything that's happened in the past and try to focus on the now. I'm not saying, like, completely erase everything that happened in the past, obviously, but just have enough to stand on its own two legs. Have enough to, like, just really embrace, like, whatever this one movie is about or what this one TV show in of itself can do. Uh, ho hopefully that hopefully that'll be the case um, with may maybe Daredevil Born Again, but that that, that remains to be seen. And I, uh, maybe, maybe I mean, it probably won't be the case. And or actually, it might work both ways with Thunderbolts. I don't know. Well, we're just going to have to wait and see, right? We're just gonna have to wait and see and see where it takes us. But um, yeah, let's um, let the the MCU aside. Um, let's let's just talk about franchises in general and and how they manage to try and keep up. But uh, but at the same time, they kind of fumble. Like um, say for example, I I feel like Harry Potter as well as Star Wars fit in that mold, right? I think so. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. That's I guess it's sort of like a, um, it's more or less a, a give and take. No, that's not the right phrase. I, I can't think of the right phrase, but it's more like, um, you know, kind of a part of it. It is popular and it did have a great, that they have like great endings in of itself, but at the same time, it's not going to stop. No matter how much of a good ending this or that has, if it's popular and it brings in the money, then it, it's going to keep going. And that's, it's it's more or less make and break, I guess, at that point. Yeah. Like, like um, yeah, I know you could say that. Some some could argue that the original Star Wars, the, the original Star Wars trilogy is the only Star Wars you need to see. But then again, you've got stuff like The Mandalorian, and that's, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. The Mandalorian is great. And that's, that's, we, we are definitely going to talk about that pretty soon. And, um, let's see, what's another example? Oh, um, it was, uh, recently announced not too long ago that, um, certain Pixar movies are going to get, um, uh, sequels. Dude, I heard that, um, sorry to cut you off, but I heard that Toy Story was getting a sequel and it's just like, why? You know? Mm, yeah. It's like, why? Um, I feel like Toy Story 4 was the perfect ending, dude. Toy Story 3 was the perfect ending. And Absolutely. Toy Story 4, Toy Story 4 um, wasn't a needed ending, but it was an appreciative one. It was appreciated, you know? Plus, it was Key and Peele, who's, who's going to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to... You... <laughs> you are, are I totally... <laughs> I love Key and Peele so much, man. Oh, my God. I love Key and Peele so much. But, yeah, man, I am... Um... I, uh, there are just some sequels that are not needed. I mean, you know, 
Right. I guess I guess it begs the question, um, will this be from different, I mean, uh, for um, Toy Story 5, will it be the same toys we've seen or will it be from a different perspective? Personally, I think it would help a lot if it was like, no, not, not not like completely forget about the toys and characters we've grown to love in the past, but just have like a fresh perspective. And I don't know if like, I don't know if like uh, Pixar sequels have really, you know, done that before, but I think, I, th I think it's uh, so something to be desired, like something that they've never done before. That, that, that being said, um, how, how, how do you think that, uh, Frozen 3 and Zootopia 2 will, will come about? Um, I'm on board for Zootopia 2, cause that would be kind of cool. Cause that was a cool movie. Um, I don't know about Frozen 3 though. Um, okay. Um, I explained it, uh, well, I mean, um, um, when I first saw that movie, I explained it to my family and, uh, and my friends at the time, this, the way, the reason that movie works so well, and the reason that, 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 that Disney hasn't been as good as they used to be, right? So, like, Disney, their sequels don't tend to grow up with their audience. Does that make sense? Like, they don't tend to mature with their audience. Like, they always keep that same kiddiness. And that same, that same childhood, like, wonder kind of thing. But Frozen and Frozen 2, like, Frozen 2 was really for, like, a mature audience. You know, I mean, like, like it's still the same core movie as Frozen, but it has a little bit more mature themes in it, in the second one. You know? And I think that that was a good idea. I, I really think that that was a good idea on their part. Um, I think that the movie did pretty well. Um, Frozen 3, I'm not really sure what it would be about. Um, I'm not really sure, you know. Um, I did like Frozen 2, though. I did like it. You and me both. Uh, but uh, do you agree about that childhood thing I was talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, like, to a certain degree, although personally, I would, um, I think I would disagree with, like, um, the the original, uh, or at least uh, Toy Story movies, or specifically 1 through 3, because... Oh. I feel like there were some pretty like um I don't want to say dark but just some pretty sad and heavy moments that are just really tough to ignore and get out of your head. You know, okay. Toy Story 4 did that too, but um talking about like the first 3 for a minute, I I feel like maybe it's just me, but I feel like that's like the one uh Disney um franchise or Pixar Disney franchise that really um knew how to mature. Pixar so does really well with sequels, man. Pixar does very well with sequels. Um for example, uh, even though even though a lot of people don't really like Cars, uh, Cars one, two, and three, man, they have a lot of um, um, a lot of mature themes. On um, those movies, were honestly they were pretty good. Like a lot of people don't like them, but in my opinion, they're pretty good. Right. Um, I'm obsessed with um, uh, let me see if I can find the um. So a lot of people say that it's called um. Life could be a dream, right? But the original is called Shaboom by the Chords. Uh, well, it says Shaboom alternate take. I'm not really sure. Um, okay. Um, yeah, the original is Shaboom by the Chords. Now, I'm not. Um, I like the song a lot. I've been obsessed with it for the last few days. I don't know why, but it's such a good song. Such a good song. But yeah, I think that. Uh, uh, I think that, uh, Cars, um, Cars was pretty well, um, is Finding Nemo Pixar? 
Of course it does. Okay, yeah. So Finding Nemo was pretty well. Finding Dory was good too. Um, you know, know what? Maybe maybe that's something that Toy Story Five can uh you know learn something from because you know it was still like um it was still Nemo in there, but it was it was Dory's story. Yeah, exactly. It was like a good it was a good shift in perspective, and it worked. Exactly, it worked. Yeah, it worked. It definitely worked. That being said, uh, move moving on. Um, hopefully, we won't talk about Disney the whole time. But something I'd want to um, personally get into for terms of uh, franchises is um, between the The Simpsons and South Park. What about uh, them specifically? Uh, for one thing, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, The Simpsons kind of has um, declined a bit in quality for for a bit. And that that being of itself, there nothing can erase like the 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 first ten seasons, which are like absolutely something you you just can't ignore and get out of your head. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're like absolute like peak genius, funny. So, so so much like within those seasons, but after that, it kind of like it, it kind of like um you know started to you know zip down in in terms of like what um do 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Does this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm not one to talk since I've only seen those seasons, and I don't want to disappoint myself. But what I'm well, getting at is, well, I have seen those seasons. Um, I have seen so season uh eleven to now. I don't remember what season it's on. So like thirty two, I think. Um, and that sounds about right. Yeah, it's on 30, 32 or thirty three. Um, thirty something. The thirty yeah, thirty something. Um. They're definitely not as good, but they're not bad. They're not horrible. They're not right. like Family Guy bad. They're not like Family Guy bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I wouldn't expect that. I guess, um, if anything, I'm, I'm just like comparing it between, um, and, um, the difference between The Simpsons and South Park, which I mean, there's obvious differences, but between like, um, you know, long running, um, animated comedies. Um, even though The Simpsons is family friendly and the South Park is um ad- more adult oriented, I feel um has South Park, in your opinion, de- declined in quality the same way that The Simpsons has? I don't think South Park has declined in quality at all. Right, and per se, I think it's like the opposite. That that is to say, like um the the first couple seasons um had their own charm of itself, but I feel like you can really tell that if you start at the beginning and start to like see where it is now, you can tell it really has um I don't want to say mature per se, or at least like mature in a like in a pro adult mature in a appropriate way. But I feel like South Park is really embracing more of this and that and you know in a way i could say i can understand why some people would say that south park has like you know um is a thing of the past or yesterday's news or just a former shadow of its former self but i'm I'm not one of those people i don't see it stopping anytime soon or at least until like the amount of seasons that matt and trey signed on for but until we get to that point i feel like south park just just keeps pushing that's that's what i like about it south park has a little more ambitiousness to it and i feel like it'll it, it will like continue to stand the test of time and that's i don't know and it's kind of sad that the simpsons did that but personally i have like some pretty high hopes for where futurama is going to go with that which which i want to say is me amazing. too yeah yeah oh yeah um i think that um 
Maybe Futurama isn't like much of a franchise in of itself as much as The Simpsons has. But personally, in terms of like um, quality television, I feel like, as, as I said before in the past past episodes, I generally believe it has gotten better each season. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think um, I think Futurama is going to do very well. I believe so too. I'm just saying that's a pretty high bar to set. I'm not. I'm not trying to jinx it, but still. Uh, now, um, talking about uh, new franchises, um, the Flash movie um, is coming out. Uh, right. Hopefully, there's a sequel and another sequel. Um, uh, as we all know, the Marvel standard is every superhero gets three, except Thor because he's special. Every other hero gets three, so. Um, hopefully the Flash gets a sequel and another one. Um, but yeah, I just, um, uh, I'm excited. Um, uh, going past all the things that, uh, Ezra Miller, um, has done, which are obviously horrible. Um, the trailer looks good. The trailer looks good. And I, I don't know about all of you, but I am so pumped to see Michael Keane back in the cape and cowl. Oh, yeah. Now, here's the thing. My cousin pointed something out to me. We see Batman's, uh, the the bike in the middle of the trailer, but that is not Michael Keaton or, or, um, or Ben Affleck's bike. Correct. Dude. Wow. Uh, he, he, uh, my cousin pointed that out to me and I was like, oh my God. You're so right. Wow. That's not their bike. So whose bike is that? Mm. Whose bike is that? We have to speculate, but I'm pretty sure we all know it's Christopher Bale. Um, well, I, I think I know, because that's his bike. That's his bike. Oh, my God. I, I got to see that trailer again. How did I not pick up on that? Dude, that's his bike, man. Yeah, dude. That's his bike. And so I just, um, it's interesting. Um, I don't really know how, I thought he was only going to one other universe. Um, I don't know how three Batmans would play around. Uh, if, if I'm right, if my, me and my cousin are right, then it is Christian Bale. Um, if not, then, um, I take four, I take full responsibility. You heard it here first. I'm sorry that I was wrong, but I'm not wrong. So... It's gonna be great. You didn't mean it. Um, I did mean it, but <laughs> but I'm just saying, if I am wrong, I'm so sorry that I was wrong. But if I'm not wrong, because I'm not, then I told all of you. <laughs> Do we have to prove up with guys? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm just so excited to to see where, um, especially where DC goes. Uh, now that it's under new management, um, like in Megamind. Um, I wouldn't say changed. I would say under new management. Um, I just, um, I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, um, I'm excited to see where it goes. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. Um, I wish we would have seen Batgirl because it honestly, mm. what? No, I was, I was just, I was, I, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Okay. Also, Supergirl, because it wasn't that movie canceled. I didn't. I, I think so. I, yeah, but but she is in, um, she is in um the Flash, which, 
I don't I don't know why it's not called Flashpoint, but um maybe it's maybe it's loosely based off the Flashpoint storyline, but I'm not not really sure. Um uh it seems like it from the trailers that it could be uh heavily based in the Flashpoint um storyline, but I'm not really sure. Uh possibly. Uh it could be. Um, sorry for all you comic book fans if I've ever been wrong on anything these past few episodes, but I'm not wrong about the Christian Bale Batman thing. Not wrong about it. Go look at the trailer for yourselves. Not wrong so far. Yeah. All right. Um, so far we have, have, how much time do we have? We have about three minutes. Oh, oh, in that that case, I just want to, um... I want to see if I could get a little more past that and talk about real quick. You talked about franchises that um, have already exist, have already marked. What do you think it takes for uh, a new franchise to make its mark? A new franchise to make its mark. Um, let me see here. Um, a recent... Oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say that personally, I feel that, and that the, these aren't necessarily brand new franchises, but I feel like these are franchises that are but more or less um, recent that are like gradually starting to to make their mark in terms of entertainment and and stories, particularly John Wick, Squid Game, and uh, um, I'd technically Avatar. I'm, I'm just going to say that. I mean, Avatar came out a long time ago, but with the movie, I'm going to say it anyways. So there, what were you going to say? Um. So for me... Um, I definitely think that Shazam could, well, I mean, um, a second one is coming out, but I feel like it definitely could be a sequel, you know? Uh, uh, sorry, a franchise. Um, how that plays into the future of DC, I'm not really sure. Uh, we haven't really seen that yet, obviously, because it's under new management. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just, I'm excited to see where they take Shazam and the character. Um... I'm just, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Um, what other things can become like a franchise? Um, you know what I This includes TV, sh- uh, TV shows and movies, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, okay. I'm sorry, what? Sorry, I, if you ask me, I think like, um, you know, nowadays since, um, you know, we live in modern times and people want like a little more, I don't want to say great, but just like willing to go just a little bit closer to um, the more ma- more or less mature side because um, take to take uh, you were talking about Shazam before. Um, it's not mature and it's not dark, but it's a when, when you have a story about orphans, you you can't expect it to be all you know sweet and nice. At least not realistically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For I mean, take um, I think Billy is a prime example of that because um, he's not. He's not really a, a bad kid, but at the same time, he didn't really have, like, anyone. And when you see, like, what happened, like, with his his mom just just stopped, you, you can't help but imagine. You can't help but ask yourself, wow, how does this, this guy not quit? How does he keep going? And I think the same could be said for characters like um, like John Weck, who's, like, just been... You know, at at an absolute all time low, but then managed to pick themselves up. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe it's just me, but that's maybe that's I'm gonna stick with it. If if we can see characters who like um get um kicked when they're down low, but yet how to learn to to pick themselves up, that's 
maybe that's just a guilty pleasure for me. But I think it works. I think it's exactly what you need to really kickstart a franchise and at least draw some interest. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, but, yeah, guys, that's all the time we have for this week. And the same can be said for Squid Game. That, let's have some of those things coming out. Okay, last thing I wanted to say. We'll talk about it later. Yep. Okay, awesome. Just uh, last thing I want to say. All right. Or whatever. However, post that in Kung Fu Panda. I don't know. Another good franchise. Oh, Kung Fu Panda. Yep, another good franchise. That's another good one. Kung Fu Panda's great. Um, well, yeah, guys, this has been the Weekly Standby. I'm Cedric. I'm Griffin. And this is the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and TV shows. And we'll see you guys next week. And video games. Oh, yeah. And occasionally video games. We'll see you next week. Every now and then. Every now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, guys, we'll see you next week.